Crossroads Prison Ministries, what we do is, um, and now we'll quote our mission statement uh, for here first, uh, we connect people in prisons with mentors from churches to develop Christ-centered relationships as they study God's Word together. So essentially, we provide Bible study materials to men and women in prisons and jails all across the country. And we even work with 23 different extension centers internationally, some countries in South America, Africa, and Asia, and we're even in Australia as well. And what we do is try to provide those men and women in prison a Bible study uh, that they can utilize to learn more about Jesus, learn more about God, uh, get to know Him. But the neat thing that happens through our process is that we give volunteers, who we call mentors, the opportunity to write to these people in prison. So we want someone, someone that's in prison uh, doing our studies, once they complete one of our lessons, they actually mail it back to us. And once it gets to our office, we then send it to a volunteer who, again, is those people that we call mentors. And so we send it to a mentor to review that lesson, to check their work and write comments, feedback, maybe maybe share verses with them to give them further insight on what uh, a biblical theme may mean. Um, and alongside their uh, review lesson, they also those mentors would also, we ask them to write a letter um, just talking a little bit about themselves sharing whatever the Spirit may lead them to write to that man or woman um, in that letter. Uh, they can also just write feedback, um, just expand on their thoughts as to uh, how they think the student did on the lesson or what impacted them as they saw their responses to a lot of those biblical questions. And once the mentor writes that letter and uh, has reviewed that lesson, then they mail it back to that man or woman behind bars and then... Uh, those people in prison will get to see that letter uh, from that volunteer mentor and also see their review lessons and the comments that they receive from those volunteers. Now, this can be a forgotten demographic at times, but still a very important one, uh, one that clearly needs to hear the gospel, uh, needs that communion with God. Uh, I think sometimes people can hear prison and hear jail or prisoners and inmates, and uh, there can be a fear, there can be stigma, there can be all sorts of misconceptions. Uh, what do you say to, to those people out there that, that maybe have had those thoughts or have wrestled with that, and that might be why they, they haven't volunteered for ministry like yours? Yeah, I would say the biggest thing is that um, if Christ has, Christ can change anyone. If Christ has worked on us here on the outside, all of us uh, Christians that are here on the outside, He could do the same work in the hearts of people that are in prison. And we know of people that have been in prison that have had a great change in their life. And the, the first example that comes to mind is Paul. He is someone that even wrote a lot of what we read in Scripture while he was incarcerated. And so we've seen great transformations uh, like Paul's happen in people's lives when someone decides to pour the love of Christ to them, and then they accept Christ and become a light to the people in their facility, in their prisons or jails. The big thing is having that step of faith that Jesus can work in someone's heart, um, even if they've committed something in the past that led them to be in prison. Yeah, I think sometimes those are some of the greatest testimonies uh, coming from uh, maybe that life that, that had some rocky beginnings, but then seeing Christ uh, work through that individual. Very powerful stuff that you guys are doing here. I wanted to focus in on uh, the need now, because I, I know you guys have some current challenges. Talk to me a little bit about that. One of 
the challenges we've had is it's kind of tied to that initial piece of that uh, fear or lack of awareness uh, for the need that there is for people in prison to hear about Christ and the need that there is for volunteers to be able to serve. And so, for example, um, for our Spanish lessons, we also send lessons in Spanish to people in prison, we have not had enough volunteers joining our efforts to be able to serve the amount of people that feel called to partake in those studies. So there was even um, a couple months back, we had to stop sending enrollment forms altogether to people that were enrolling in our program, uh, Spanish-speaking people that were enrolling in our program, because we reached over a thousand lessons that we couldn't send to people because we did not have enough Spanish-speaking volunteers that uh, wanted to be mentors, that wanted to be part of our program. And so while since we've stopped enrolling new people, we actually, um, a couple of weeks ago, we looked at how many people we had to reject, um, how many people in prison we had to reject from our program because of the lack of volunteers, and that number was 600, over 600 people. And so... Um, we want to be able to hopefully spread the word uh, that there is a, a need for more Spanish-speaking mentors and volunteers so we don't have to keep turning away people that, that God has put it in their heart to study His Word, to maybe learn more about Him or get to know Him for the first time. But in order to do that, we need more people willing to say, I am willing to be a mentor and I am willing to write letters and, and review the lessons of these men and women that are incarcerated. Uh, and just in general, we are always in need of more volunteers and mentors because every, every year we have new people that come in and want to learn more about God or they're just curious. They've never heard about Jesus before and they enroll in our studies and are just curious. And so we constantly need to uh, have more people join our program, but because of the fear, because of a lot of the thoughts that may uh, be in people's minds about who the prisoner is uh, that keeps them from doing that. But this is also a good opportunity for people that are wanting to just enter prison ministry because through our ministry, it's all correspondence-based. So it's a great entryway for people that are maybe considering doing prison ministry so that they can start getting to know who the prisoner is. They don't have to go in person to the facilities through our program. It's all correspondence-based. So it gives a lot of newcomers an opportunity to kind of test the waters, see that people in prison are really just humans that also, long, many of them also long for a relationship with God. We're in constant need for more volunteers because we believe that Cross is doing God's work and that we're trying to share Christ with them. And that is truly, Jesus is the only one that can really change someone's heart Amen. and make them a new person. Uh, for those that uh, might be hearing that call for help and want to answer it, uh, how do we get involved? How do we become those mentors that you were talking about? Yeah, so um, it's actually super easy. Uh, people can visit our website at cpministries.org. So the C is for Crossroads, the P is for prison, and then just the word ministry. So cpministries.org. And right on the website, uh, people will be able to see a banner that just uh, reads, become a mentor. And so they click on that and they submit their information and then we will send them an application or they can download an application, do it right online, and then we'll send them training materials after that. So the first step is just to visit our website and then uh, from there on, they'll get the following steps right on there. 